John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. It's not really a show though, is it? It's just, you, you just can't be asked. So it's a, what's, what's the technical term? A blooper episode, a best of episode. It, it's a best of, it's a best of episode with bloopers and other un, previously unheard highlights. Uh, with all the racism, sexism, homophobia, all the other, all the other isms and stuff cut out. <laughs> I hope this yeah. is not just an episode where you just stitch me up. And just play all <laughs> all the bits where I'm horrible, and then you just sound really nice. Well, there'll be more than one episode if that were the case. <laughs> yeah, all the stories that I've told that are not allowed to be aired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ones that I've deemed up to this point to be far too <laughs> atrocious. <laughs> yeah, but no, as John has. Uh, kind of pointed out there this is going to be a best of and uh bloopers show we'll be back later in january with a whole brand new episode shouldn't it be called a worst of show <laughs> well best of <laughs> best of and worst of show with bloopers <laughs> still contains stand-up comedy live comedy musical comedy oh it's gonna be amazing an amazing bumper new year gift to you all ah uh, i'm sold <laughs> excellent <laughs> and now it's time for this I suppose. <laughs> this is JNSNJ News. And now it's time for the new section of the show. So, Sam, what have you got for me? Um, yeah, I've got a great story. But actually, before I start, um, the news story that you were talking about last week, the uh, the police officer who was oh. uh, farting, farting and swearing uh, on the job. I noticed this week uh, online that she actually has uh, been fired. Right, like the uh, gases from her anus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, propelled out of the building. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm sorry, sorry for, sorry for her, uh, but probably happy for her colleagues, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway moving on today's story um this is a it's a slightly older story but it was sent in by a listener called simon in japan uh and i thought even though it's not quite up to date it's definitely worth a review um the story starts young children are renowned for their inventive excuses to get out of a sticky situation one 10 year old boy surpassed himself the child who lives in a town about 110 kilometers from oslo commandeered his parents' vehicle sometime in the early hours of Wednesday morning. He headed for his grandparents' house, which is about 60 kilometres away. He also loaded his 18-month-old sister into the car. So, sounds like something you would do. <laughs> He's only 10. He's 10 years old. He says, but just 10 kilometres into the journey, the child veered off the road and into a ditch. The vehicle was spotted by a snowplough driver who alerted the police. 
Um, the parents woke up and discovered that the children were missing and that someone had taken off with their car. They were pretty upset, as you can imagine. <laughs> if you woke up in the middle of the night and your child and car was gone, what would you assume? I've had a good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even better morning. Yeah. Um, the uh, the boy told uh, the boy told the snowplow driver and officers. Uh, well, he came up with an excuse. If you're a ten year old boy in this situation, what would be your excuse? Uh, that my dad ran away. My dad was driving, but he'd gone to get petrol or gone to I don't know get help or something. Yeah, I think that's pretty logical. This boy obviously was a little bit more inventive. He said the boy told the driver that he was actually a dwarf and that he'd forgotten his driver's license at home. Ah, oh, excellent. Fair play. That is a, that is a world-class excuse. Did it work? Uh, the police... <laughs> the next sentence goes, the police said no charges would be filed and the case was closed. So, right, oh, okay. <laughs> so, did it work? No, but he did seem to get away with it. Well, he's not dopey, is he? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> He must be happy at this point. Yeah, happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The police said uh, that we have talked to them, uh, them being the parents, we have talked to them, and we're pretty sure that they're going to pay very close attention to both their children and to their car keys from now on. (laughs) Waking up and finding your kids gone with your car, that's quite a shocking... Sort of thing to wake up to me. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I mean, I I occasionally have that thing. I'm sure you do in the car when I'm driving, and then you have the mini panic about whether your kids still actually in the back <laughs> of the car or not. <laughs> you have to you have a quick look around. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't leave them in the shops. <laughs> well, mine's mine's young, so I always when she goes quiet, I always have to look around and check that she's not strangled herself with a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you can't trust these kids. They'll do anything to make you look bad. <laughs> yeah. At the bottom of the article, it does say the children were unharmed and the car was not damaged. So right. uh, it was a, it was a happy ending. So if you had to put a headline to that story, what would you say? Um, I'd probably go... So it's got to be along the lines of the dwarf. So I'd probably go <laughs> something like uh, Snow Fright and the Lying Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> How about I- you? I think there's no way that would get onto the headline banner of a newspaper. It's, it's rubbish. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Greetings, one and all. It's that time of year again where John and Sam are exposed for the bumbling buffoons that they really are. In this first set of clips, John and Sam show that talking really is quite tricky. All right, and now it's time for cult. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> all right, and now. <clears throat> Sorry. Hold on, I'm just going to have a quick drink Sorry. of tea. Uh. All right, and now it's time for the burning question. Uh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing that again in uh, 
<laughs> January 2020. The, yeah. <laughs> Bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> What's the word? I'll fuck that up. Hold on. What's the word? <laughs> Apt. Apt. That's the one. Three letters. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh. Ah, hang on. You're not done your research very well, are you? No, I'm you? not <laughs> I'm having. You a haven't m- read this story, haven't you? <laughs> oh, we, oh, yeah. I'm having a mare. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Is this going to make the cut, or will this be uh, left to the bloopers reel at Christmas? Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> uh, no, uh, hang on. Right, this is a cul-de-sac we, of nonsense. I know it is massively. <laughs> we have get a feeling that this crowd of well, get a feeling that this crowd of well, fuck me, can't even speak. <clears throat> One more time. I get this feeling that this crowd of mostly white people would have voted for Brexit. Yeah, fuck this. Sorry, mate, you're going to have to edit a load of this bollocks. So what's Uh, on today's show, then? Oh, nah. We haven't really got anything. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all, folks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes there are interruptions and technical difficulties, which John always takes very well. I'll let you pick that up. All right, hold on. Sorry, mate. Hello? 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 Hi. From what, sorry? Yeah, I'm dead. Silly. Hello. Hiya, you're all right. Um, okay. Yep, yep. That's fucking. You get these calls now. It's like, hi, it's Jessica from some, some, something. Uh, I understand that you were in a, a serious car accident. It wasn't your fault. I was like, yeah, I'm dead. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, anyway. <laughs> You'll be able to hear that. Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah, I look forward to it. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> Hello. And, oh, fucking um, cocksucker. This year has also showed that John and Sam are more disgusting than you could possibly imagine. Hello, this is John, and this is my top tip. Are you worried about the? Hold on. You what did you? Are you? Just, are you blowing your nose? Blowing my, yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't <laughs> worry, it wouldn't have picked up on your end. <laughs> no, I just threw me off. Like, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just disgusting I'm gonna hop up the big green in a minute as well <laughs> alright <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, hello yeah all, all your stuff then it just really distorted yeah so I I heard you say that you couldn't hear me so that's not I'm now going for a should you go for a piss now? Yeah, yeah, as we speak. Right. Do you, do you want to wait? No. Well, uh, well yeah. They, I mean, we can't record now because the, uh, the mic's too far away. 
hold on a moment. I mean, we should... I don't want to hear you pissing. Just ring me. <laughs> just ring, ring me when you come. <laughs> I hope this bit. I hope this makes it to the end of fucking year bloopers. <laughs> we've uh, we've stood next to each other peeing before, so I don't see why this is any different. Yeah, I didn't have fucking headphones on <laughs> with a microphone listening to you. <laughs> Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Sorry about that, mate. <laughs> and there were some bits that got left on the cutting room floor, and with good reason. Now, here, for your delectation, are those old, stale, crusty turds. <laughs> well, I think, actually, another thing that annoys me about having kids uh, along similar lines is. The, it pisses me off that they get to enjoy stuff that I can't anymore. Um, <laughs> like, you know, we we take these kids to, like, you know, the wacky warehouse and stuff, and they're jumping in ball pools and running around. And, like, I still try and get involved, but I'm sort of too old and too not bendy enough now to be able to fit down slides and stuff. The other day I took my daughter <laughs> and I had I, I tried to go down this like tube slide and honestly uh I got I bent my head in to get in there and once I got in there I realized that I was very nearly stuck. And there was there was a good sort of 5 seconds of panic because I was holding my 2-year-old and I didn't want to just release her down this dark tube because she was started to freak out but i physically couldn't <laughs> rotate myself to free myself and there's loads of kids behind me sort of telling me to hurry up um so yeah that just made me realize that i'm slowly dying <laughs> and it's my kids fault the end is yeah. nigh uh, <laughs> well every every year me and my friends from university we all get together and we we've done it every single year for well since we graduated university and so we started it in 1998. Last year was a 20-year anniversary, so it's 21 years this year. We uh, we all meet in a pub outside the Salford University, and then we pub crawl it all the way down into Manchester. Um, and every year there's a theme, fancy dress theme. Uh, usually, when my brother's here, me and him have gone. Last year, I think we were He-Man and Skeletor. The year before, <laughs> we've gone as the Super Mario Brothers. Um, the year before that, I think we were dressed as dinosaurs. So this year, I've got... Uh, well, the theme is Manchester. Do you want to take a random guess? On that day, there is actually Manchester United versus Man City playing. So the person who chose the theme said, do not come in football gear because we won't be allowed into certain pubs um, and probably get stabbed. So the theme is Manchester. Do you want to take a wild guess on uh, what my costume is? Are you going with rashes of bacon draped over your face? <laughs> no, although that was one of my ideas. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my friend who's struggling for a costume, I said, why don't you just stick a load of bacon on your face and go as Alex Ferguson? Um, uh, for okay, no, so people I, who don't know that is, the ex-Manchester uh, United manager, his nickname uh, around people who don't like Man United was Bacon Face, because he, he had a face that looked like the colour of streaky bacon. <laughs> he used to get very angry. Um, <laughs> he used to get very, very angry. Uh, no. So okay, let me, have, let me have a proper that. guess. Let me have a proper guess. Um, Manchester... Well, an easy one would be to go as like one of the Gallagher brothers with a wig because you need one. Ooh, very, 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 very close. Ian Brown. Uh, no. Is he from Manchester? When I said, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Well, yeah. Uh, if you can see, because on camera, can you see what I'm wearing? Yeah, you've got it. So I'll describe it for the listeners. John is wearing a kind of headpiece that appears, it makes it look as if he's got a bone going through his head, uh, like one piece coming out of each side of his head. So he's, right, a, so he's, so got... he's a bonehead. 
Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I've got oh, the answer. But I've got the answer. But I don't know why that's the answer. I don't know what that means. Right. Bornhead was uh, one of the members of Oasis. Oh. I forgot how I forgot how uncool you are. Really sorry about that, mate. So yeah, yes. I've got myself an Oasis T-shirt and a Bonehead. So I'm going as Bonehead, uh, which is an awful pun. But hopefully, other people uh, more cool than Sam will find it amusing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah, um, and I just wanted so, to yeah. uh, just wanted to check again. So you started this when you were what, eighteen years old, twenty years ago? Yeah. So you started this when you were eighteen, and you're still doing it now at thirty-nine. So a thirty-nine-year-old yeah. is still behaving in the way of an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I do, I do that on a regular basis, but I think some of the other people, it's good for them to. Um, yeah. You know, leave the leave the wife and kids at home and or leave the husbands at home and just enjoy being that again. Relive their youth. Relive their youth. <laughs> going all disgracefully. And we always have a good time because we always end up, you know, the British public uh, in Manchester seems to genuinely love it when they meet a group of people dressed as... Uh, Dinosaurs. Well, anything. I remember a few years ago, we ended up accidentally going into a kid's party. So somebody had opened a new bar. So we, we, you know, we've got this thing where you've got to hit every bar on the way down. And we went into this new bar and it turned out it wasn't really a bar. It was more sort of like a coffee shop come... Crash. Like, but there was a full-on kid's party. And uh, one of my friends was dressed as Gaza from 1990 with a pair of fake tits on, which um, all, all these kids are going, why has he got his boobies out? Um, <laughs> so that's why this is a Christmas episode, because we won't have a chance to record it, because after that, I'm flying to Japan. And I'm flying to England, because I didn't want to meet yeah. John. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you want to well, play a quick game of, uh, is this a real character or not? Yeah, so, yeah, I definitely do. Hold on, I'll find... Because uh, do you remember the, the bar scene the, with the band in the bar? Yep. In the first... In, well, in they were also in um, The Return of the Jedi. Do, 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 so let me see if I could do, find... Do, 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 yeah. I think I saw something like that. I'm just wondering how many... I'm just wondering how many listeners have turned off already. <laughs> yeah. Um, if anyone's still out there, keep with us. <laughs> yeah, let's have a look. Where have they gone? Uh, Madcap Musicians page 112. All right, here we go. All right. Do you think... Um, okay, is this a true character or not? Uh, Poopy McCool. Definitely true character. No, it's oh. not. <laughs> I thought I saw you reading. <laughs> no. uh, well, okay, how about... Uh, oh, I think you probably know this one. Cy Snootles. <laughs> Well, it sounds incredibly made up, but but the thing is, with this bunch of authors, these characters, I can't remember their names, they're making everything yeah. up. So I don't know if it's a real thing, if you're making it up, or if these so-called authors are making up <laughs> things. So I'd, as a wild guess, I'm going true. It was true. Sice Noodles was, you remember that one that had like a really long mouth with like lips at the end of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The... Uh, the, f- the female had singer. the lipstick on the lips. Yeah. Um, how about um, <laughs> Big Chitty Four? <laughs> chitty spelt, well, Chitty, chitty spelt J-I-C-H. I don't know how you spell it. Jiggini Four. This, um... F-O-R-E. This spelling... Big Chitty Four. Chitty Four. Spelling of the name sounds like a charade to me, so I'm saying false. <laughs> oh. It is false. Yes. Yeah. How about... Because that's how you would spell it. Yeah. How about Fiery Figurine Dan? 
<laughs> or should I, should, or should I say in uh, Star Wars, fiery figurin de Anne? <laughs> False. It's true. He's the one who's got like an ass for a head. Do you remember the one that just it's got like a big head and looks like a bum cheek down the middle? <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a character TV character in Japan that my son's into at the moment. He's called Oshiri Tante, and that translates. Oh yeah, I've read those. <laughs> translates into bum detective, <laughs> and he literally he's a character on TV, yeah. animated character. He's got he's got a, like a small body with a massive head, and he's got a butt crack down the middle of his head, and his head literally is a bum, <laughs> and he I don't know. So recently, that's been a thing around my house. My son's been running around, shoving his ass up and shouting "bum detective," <laughs> which I'm hoping that people don't see because I don't want people to think that I've been inspecting his bum. <laughs> now I went to uh, well, another thing about just generally hating society was I took my daughter swimming yesterday, so I went to the local swimming pool, and it's um, it's kind of like a splash park, so it's got like a slide and. Um, just stuff for kids and you know it's a Saturday afternoon so some of the kids were getting quite boisterous and there's this woman with her own kid she was there with her friend and they had three children between the two of them and their children aged in raged in age from about two to about seven I guess and there were some boys in there there were three brothers I guess by the looks of them who were about I guess between seven and eleven and they were just kind of horse playing. And there's like a rapid river thing which goes round and round. It's like a current. And she just had a full-on meltdown in the pool because these boys had splashed her, uh, one of her kids. But as she was like stood there having a massive rage, she just completely let go of the two-year-old who just went off round the rapid river by herself. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> I thought about getting involved, but I thought, no, nope, I'd just rather sit there and watch um, this unfold. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but then she, this woman it was bizarre so she had like a massive rant at these three lads and they were very apologetic and said oh sorry but she just wouldn't let it lie and so then she went and got the lifeguard and the whole time she's doing this she just completely forgot that her two year old's just floated off no by herself no way yeah yeah so eventually um but because it's a circle, the kid kind of floated back around just as she was talking, <laughs> just as she was talking to the lifeguard, and she just very nonchalantly, as she was talking, just put her hand out and grabbed her own child. Yeah. <laughs> I um, suppose that's what lifeguards are for, aren't they? What are they at the swimming pool? Right, you go into your bedroom and get dressed. Emma's just notified me. Don't forget the story about the alarm. Yeah. Uh, She's not obviously impressed with the uh, story about the woman, so she wants to... uh, Your daddy, you're forgetting the funny bits. Well, the the alarm was just somebody had a heart attack. Um, Oh, right. So so not so funny. (laughs) No, not so funny. Wow, daughter's a psychopath. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Takes after me. Yeah, that guy fell over and died. That was hilarious. (laughs) Finally, sometimes during the podcast, John and Sam let slip small nuggets of truth. Well, especially John. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, as a woman who's uh, not, well, I'm clearly not a woman. Never have been. John and Sam in Japan. One is funny looking, John and Sam in Japan. 
One of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which, you decide. Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? Okay, and now it's time for this episode's burning question, which was, what is the most inappropriate thing you've seen at a staff party? So has anybody been in touch, Sam? Uh, yeah, we had a few people getting in touch. Uh, we had one from Michael, who's from Canada but lives in Japan. Uh, he said he was at a staff party once with some teachers. And this is kind of a, a quite sweet one. One of the guys went into the toilet and he came out <laughs> wrapped head to, the toe, head to toe in toilet paper like, and walking like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the staff love that. Yeah, yeah. And the next guy who needed a shit. <laughs> How about you? Anyone get in touch? Uh yeah, we had Chris and this one, I don't know why he's quite so proud of this. He said, uh, my wife once caught me screwing my secretary at the Christmas party. My Ooh. marriage was ended. <laughs> yeah. But I but I didn't like her anyway. <laughs> Wow, yeah. so we've got the two end of the spectrums there from the uh yeah. <laughs> the mummy down to the the wifey. Yeah. I just can't believe that somebody be, could could be so brazen as to actually try and have sex with somebody else while their wife was at the actual party. I mean, fair play to you, Chris. Hats off. <laughs> that is uh <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if hats off is the right thing to say. <laughs> no. Well, in England, uh they uh there was debate whether or not this week to uh, make divorces easier by having a no blame claim so nobody needs to be blamed but i don't think chris would uh, get away with that one yeah i think he's <laughs> definitely gonna be in the uh doghouse or oh, what was it called the uh kennel club <laughs> <laughs> yeah the kennel club <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay so how about for you uh yeah i've well, I'm fairly uh, well behaved at uh, parties generally. Drink too much, probably. But actually, I've got two little things I want to tell you. One was I witnessed some of the worst party myself at a Christmas party ever. Uh, it was in, Kara- in Japan. There was a big kar- open karaoke room. Uh, you know, karaoke is massive here. And I watched a guy sing an 11-minute version of Amazing Grace. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the slowest version of Amazing Grace you've ever seen. He couldn't <laughs> sing. He couldn't sing for the life of him, and it just went on and on and on. And I truly believe that this is the worst party that's. Sorry, this is the worst behaviour that's ever been seen at any party ever, including that <laughs> bloke who shagged his secretary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as as for me myself. I, uh, I'm, yeah, like I said, fairly well behaved. But one time we were coming back from a party. It must have been an end of year party in Japan. And I'd just been here for maybe a year. And my area manager was always on at me about not wearing a suit at work. So I started wearing one. But every time I wore a suit, he would never come and visit the branch. So I never got the respect that I deserve for wearing this bloody suit. And then we were coming home from the Christmas party <laughs> or the end of year party. And as we were walking down the road, I saw him with the other manager people leaving his end of year party and I had a suit under my big overcoat so I ran up to him ripped off my overcoat and just said I'm wearing a suit (laughs) (laughs) all all shame and you know self what's the word 
Self-loathing? No, no, I was going to say, like, when you chuck away your dignity. That's right. <laughs> Just oh, full of... Self-respect? Yeah, with no shame, no self-respect, dignity gone. <laughs> I did get a pay rise the following uh, contract. <laughs> How about for you? Yeah, well, back in the back in the days, I think um, there was quite a lot of uh, bad behaviour at parties. Um, oh, actually, I just this this has just come to me now. I was going to tell you a different story, but I've just remembered this one. Uh, one Christmas party we had, and me and my friend, we ended up. It was a party on a boat uh, going round Yokohama Bay. It was like an all-you-can-drink thing. Then afterwards, the boat docked, and people carried on drinking, and then. As it went through the night, more and more people drifted off and went off home. And it ended up me and my mate, um, we were the last ones standing. I went up in this hip-hop club. And for some reason, we were both wearing suits as well because it was quite formal. And we ended up getting up on stage and doing robot dancing uh, while these guys were doing, these uh, Japanese guys were doing like a hip-hop concert. And of course, we got thrown off by security, thrown off the stage by security. But the crowd cheered and got us back on. So we ended up getting back on stage <laughs> and... I can't dance for love no money, but my friend was quite good at dancing. It just ended up us two dressed in suits, drunkenly robot dancing to a crowd of Japanese hip hop aficionados. <laughs> Now it's time for some musical comedy. Today we're very lucky to have a live musical performance from very funny comedian and longtime collaborator with this podcast, Ruben VM. This is his take on the Japanese Christmas, which it's fair to say is a fair bit different to a regular Western Christmas. I know that you're going to enjoy this. Ruben VM, everybody. I'm just going to leave you guys with a... a, a... Christmas song. Who is staying for Christmas? Do you like Christmas in Japan? Have you first time? You say you don't like it. Uh, it's, a, it's a shame. I, I think I've been here for about ten years and I've begun to like it. Um, and you know, it's just it's a different thing. It's different expectations, but once you really get into it, it's it's a fun event. So this is a Japanese Christmas. Christmas morning at 5 a.m. Wake up and you creep out of bed. Not one present or a glass of milk. And now you have to fucking go to work. It's a Japanese Christmas. <laughs> Instead of babies in a manger, you're on a train and you're mashed up with strangers. Oh shit, you're gonna be late. A salary man jumped in front of your train. It's a Japanese Christmas. But you don't spend time with your family. Best of all, your wife's family. Christmas in Japan is a date night, and you haven't your wife since Valentine. It's a Japanese Christmas. 
So you just love Christmas Day Cause you know that you're gonna get laid Just pick up some KFC And some greasy dirty chicken sex is guaranteed It's a Japanese Christmas So you're in a festive mood Buy some condoms and a bottle of lube Gonna have great sex tonight Then you go home to see your wife It's a Japanese Christmas So after you bank that snack bar hostess You buy your wife an expensive necklace So that she doesn't think that you're cheating But everybody already knows that you're cheating Everybody, Japanese Christmas. I thank you very much. Merry Christmas. See you next year. Ruben VM there. Great stuff. Really enjoyed that as always. And we're really looking forward to 2020, where more of Ruben's musical delights find their way into the John and Sam in Japan podcast. If you want to find out more about Ruben, you can go to the Akomodiaki YouTube channel. And coming soon in 2020, Ruben VM will be launching his own YouTube channel where you can find loads of his greatest hits, his best songs, many of which have been featured on our podcast. Anyway, thanks again, Ruben. John, 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 Sam in Japan. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast